What's poppin' everyone? KP here, and I have a very special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Kiaria Hall. Everybody know me as Kiki. And um, Kiki is here to talk about the um, Black Lioness Alliance's fashion show. So before we mention the fashion show, what is the Black Lioness Alliance? Well, it is a safe place for Black women on the campus of UNA, but it's very diverse. Uh, we actually have like a lot of events throughout the year, through the semesters, and everybody meet up, we discuss if you need help in something. It's always somebody there to help you. It's basically like mentoring other people who come into this this college and they need help and they feel like they can't find somewhere where they can fit in. This is basically that. Everybody is welcome. You don't have to be, you know, African-American. You don't have to be a woman. It's like for everybody, we all enjoy each other. We all um, support each other. We uplift each other. So it's basically, you know, that group that you wanted to be a part of that you're looking for when you first come on the campus when you're a freshman. You don't have the guidance, but when you come into this group, you find a friend and they hold your hand throughout college. Like, it's basically that. It's very nice, and I'm so glad that I joined it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a really awesome program, and I feel like a lot of people don't really know much about it, so that's why I'm very happy to have you on to talk more about it, because, like, even I, I know it exists, but I don't know much about what you guys do. Yeah. So, um, very specifically, tell us about the fashion show you guys just had. Oh my gosh, so I was the host and the creative director behind it. I was the one that pulled all the boutiques and making sure everything was running well, but I also had a team, which was the president of BLA, Lili. We had um, our secretary, Jada, and we had Shanice, who is... I think her major is fashion and we just had everybody behind me trying to help me but um I basically just laid this out this shades of beauty to make everybody see that they are beautiful within and out so I was like hey listen let's call this shades of beauty because we want you know everybody to feel welcome it was also something to highlight BLA um because BLA is something that's like sort of like the story behind the fashion show you know yeah struggle and throughout life we're trying to find somewhere to go um we we experience this college life and then we go into the real world and I wanted to show that throughout that I wanted people who um that was on the campus to um volunteer and actually get this opportunity to have fun because my freshman year they had a fashion show and I did not know nothing about it I was shy I was so scared to do anything and so I basically just brought back this opportunity for them to have fun and like make them feel welcome nobody was judged no racism or nothing so it was just something for them to be like, hey, my freshman year, I did this, or I did that, I did this, I was in this. And so, yeah, that's basically what's that. Yeah, so what was kind of sort of the process of, um, you know, getting it to happen? I know you mentioned that this happened your freshman year, so you kind of, like, had that yeah. in your brain, but what, what kind of, like, drove you to be like, hey, let's do this again? So, um, before I even came to college, I was like in love with being a fashion designer, but I did not take the route of 
doing that in college, taking that major up, I actually went into theater because I love entertainment and the costume design and I can do both. So it was always something that I always wanted to do. So freshman year, when I actually heard about it, I was like, oh my gosh, it's a fashion show right in front of me. I've never been to one, so I actually <laughs> wouldn't have to do it. But uh, over the years, when uh, I started BLA and I'm just talking with the president because I'm part of the planning committee of BLA and we was coming up with events. I was like, hey, what do you, you want to do, a fashion show or a pageant or something like that? And we just sat up there and trying to set it up. And when we finally came to a decision, let's do a fashion show. I don't know. It's like when you finally get your dream, you be like, ah! <laughs> And I, I had got that moment and she let me lead because it was something that I was in. You know, I'm in the arts. Um, um, it's some, a part of me where I became like, it's a leadership in me that I wanted to do. I was always creative. I know fashion. I know this and that. I know how to pull people in the network. And so I was like, we did it freshman year. I mean, we can do it again, maybe, you know, probably better or something. But it was something to bring people out because on the campus, I mean, you really don't have that many events since COVID-19 happened and everybody are still afraid. So you don't really have much to bring people out. So we thought it was an opportunity to do that. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, you kind of touched on this, but one thing I really admire about BLA is that you guys focus so much on arts and that, that, yeah. you know, that's why I'm glad to have you on the podcast today because, you know, it's the School of the Arts podcast. Yes. Um, what are some other, like, art-oriented <laughs> events y'all have had recently? So we did have a sip and paint. I wasn't able to attend because I have to work, but that was a big success. We actually ran out of paintings because a lot of people came. Oh, wow. And that was, like, that was big because you usually, like you said, people don't, normally look at the arts they want to do something else but it brought out a lot of people they wanted to do that um we are having a kickball game that's coming up so it's something else to be physical and have fun um we also had i'm trying to think uh we had a we just did this we had a um uh, my mind went break a vision board we just did a vision board event and it was before the fashion show and that was amazing because I never sat down and did a vision board but it was like an idea of I was like let's do this because nobody ever did that and it's a lot of people that like want to do that and do a vision board but they said they do it on their phone and stuff you know they were like hey I want this I'm put this on my phone or they make it their live screen because it's like their goal but to actually physically do it and make your own vision board that was like awesome so that brought out a couple people and it was like a laid-back event like something not too extreme but something you just sit there and become and you know it was amazing yeah, yeah, it sounds really fun. I I love the events you guys put on. I haven't been to a lot, but they're they're very great. So, how can people keep up with you guys? Like, how how can people know what's going on in the world of BLA? So we always put up fires everywhere on campus. You can see, you most definitely see it in the comments. I'll make sure to put a lot in there. <laughs> Library, GUC, but you can also go on our Instagram, BLA underscore of UNA. 
and you can see all the events that we have upcoming or anything that we're discussing or celebrating our, um, any group member. So that's basically how that goes. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think makes UNA such like a, I, I wouldn't say it's like, hmm, I'm trying to think of the word. It's, it, it's in my noggin. <laughs> what do you think makes UNA, what do you think makes you guys able to have a safe space at UNA? What makes UNA a place where you feel like you can have this safe space at BLA? So usually people be like, let's go to HBCU because, you know, but to be on the PWI, um, I think it's a lot of African-American females that feels like their voice is not heard. And they try, but, you know, they don't join a lot of stuff here on campus. So in this group, we make them feel like they're being heard. We discuss anything that's going on on campus that they never heard of or what's going on. It makes them feel, like, connected to the campus because they know what's going on. They have somebody there talking to them, Um you know, just going with them every step of the way. Because before I even joined BLA, I can tell you now, I didn't know what was going on yesterday. <laughs> like, people would come up to me, you voted, like, what I'm voting for? Like, I don't understand. Like, we can get the email, but most of the time you don't understand, like, what yeah. is Like, I want to know in details and depth what I'm looking at, who who I'm voting for and stuff like that. And we actually have a person that that's in SGA or any different groups and stuff. And they tell us what's going on and you get a more like, they don't tell you go with their decision, but they tell you who is this, who is that, what's going on, how can we prevent it and stuff. So we actually sit down and discuss that. And so we can feel like, hey, we are part of this now because, you know, SGA is it's a part of, you know, who's a part of SGA, they know what's going on, but what yeah. about the people outside of that? How would we really know? So to have somebody in our group to tell us, or it can be anything, be honest, like I'm in theater. The people I'm in the group of BLA, everybody's not in theater. They don't know what's going on. They don't know what play is going to come up or what the play is about. And I can just sit there and tell them about, and it brings out more people to go and watch the show. So it's basically that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So you mentioned um, SGA. Um, so I saw that you guys um, put your support behind the eventual winners, um, Amber mm -hmm. and Kennedy. So yeah. do you want to talk a little bit about um, what made you support them? So Amber and Kennedy, they actually took out their time and sat in front of us, the BLA, and talked to us about their plans, being open to their um, peers on the campus of UNA, making them feel like their voice actually mattered. So when they would send us down this telling us about their ideas, what they want to change, or any questions that we asked them, they had a answer that was like, or they probably like, um, I haven't thought about that. I can get back to you about that when I come up with an idea. I can train, I can sit down and talk to my, um, the people are, that are in their campaign. They actually sat there and like, they actually wanted to hear us, you know? 
So you don't get a lot of that. You don't get a lot of people want to hear that. They want you to know, go on with their plans. They probably were like, oh, no, we, I don't plan on doing that. I plan on doing this and this and that. But if you do vote for me, I promise that it's going to go well. But they didn't do that. They made sure that, hey, what, what do you want to see on the campus of UNA? What do you want to see change? And just sitting there and hearing that, I mean, it makes you want to like, okay, the other people that um, are running, they didn't come in and sit in front of us and talk to us. It was only them that came out and made sure they reached out. And when I started being a part of their campaign, you can see that on their page that they try to go out and talk to other groups and make sure that they get their vision um, across them. So, yes, I was like, you know what? They are working hard. I love to see hardworking women, for one, women, <laughs> trying to make something better. So, yes, I voted for them, and I am so happy that they made it. Yeah, me too. Honestly, I was, you know, Kennedy's a very close friend of mine, so, like, yeah. she was texting me. She was like, I'm so nervous. I'm like, I'm so nervous, too, and I'm not even the one getting elected. <laughs> yes. I mean, knowing her, you know, in theater and stuff, mm-hmm. like, I ain't never, like, like, a theater student running for something, and I'm just like, yeah. oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, and that's another thing I, I'm really looking forward to. I actually would love to have the two of them on the podcast since Kennedy is, you know, a cat major. I would love yeah. to know what the future looks like for the arts yes. and for the art students. Um, so what can we do to support um, the Black Lioness Alliance? I say, like, come out to our group. I mean, people always think that it's only for Black women, but it's for everybody. We just want everybody to be connected, be friends and stuff. So this is a great way to network with each other. All these different majors just in one group. And I guarantee you, everybody is friendly. You find friends. Like, I found me a good group of friends ever since I joined BLA. And if you knew me my freshman year, I was shy talk to nobody I didn't want to do anything but um coming out to our events seeing that supporting us sharing any posts that we have on Instagram you know just being there is not necessarily something you know you have to go through just to be a part of it just joining join the group and just come to events you can like our posts on Instagram share it I mean anything just to support us so yeah, for sure. Um, so you mentioned the like kickball game, but what are some other upcoming events you guys have that we can keep an eye out for? So I know for sure that the kickball game has been approved. So I know that. But um, a lot of the um, the board is graduating this year. So Aww. we have the next board coming up. So we would have like a probably like a sit down dinner or something with the group to actually just say goodbye since it's all last year. Yeah. So the upcoming events will be on the new president, which I can't speak of because <laughs> <laughs> it's all I remember. But but they they will be taking control of what we have been beside them trying to teach them all the ropes that we knew like everything we learned throughout the years and stuff and so they can be ready to take aboard so hopefully the new events that they have come next semester will be amazing and everybody will come out yeah 
So um, that's the end of my regular questions. Do you have anything else you would like to add or anything else you would like to discuss before I move on to the next, next part? Um, you did ask about the process of like the fashion show. And I can honestly say like, <laughs> a lot of people did not know who Guillory was. And I was like, shock. And I was like, I came from Birmingham. I'm not originally from him. And I'm like, he's in Florence and y'all don't know who this is. But to <laughs> actually have like email him, him and having him to respond and be so generous to us. He actually told us that he took, he's like taking this chance. He was like, I don't, don't normally do this, but since like the group that we have is very diverse and it's like a safe spot for black women and stuff he was like I'm gonna take this chance and I love to see what you're doing and I would say that is like the best thing to see a group of you and Nate being represented like that should yeah. make the campus like the college proud because like this famous fashion designer is actually putting his work on some college students that's not actually real models and taking a chance on us and just to say like when the show came I was so nervous but when I got on that stage I was like a whole different person like you know how it is being the actor yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes it's uh, amazing so to actually just hit the stage and see my dreams come true and bring in boutiques, bring people out. And actually, when I got off the stage when the show ended, a boutique, one of the boutiques had came up to me and it was like, when you was in the story, it was like a shy girl. And I, I just didn't expect you to get on stage. And it was like a whole different person. I was like, well. <laughs> well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yes, um, it took months just to pull a lot of boot seats here in Florence because we don't have a lot of stores. And I'll say this, but I've been here like almost four years and I didn't know all these boot seats were here and all these clothes and we don't have to go online to shop for anything. So I'm just telling students now, it's for the area. <laughs> I know the mall don't have a lot of clothes and stores in it, but if you explore, you'll find a lot of things. And I'm so happy I got that opportunity before I left. So that's yeah, it. that's th yeah. That I mean, it sounded like it was absolutely amazing, and I'm really happy that you got to live your dreams. And I'm sure yeah. you know there were other people who also that was their dream. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, that that's really awesome. All right. Well, are you ready to move on to our next segment? Yes. All right. This is called Pop Three Q. You've been on the podcast before. You kind of know oh, how yeah. it works. Um. I ask you three fun questions, just kind of I ask a lot of heavy stuff, just kind of take the air out, ask something weird and easy. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my first question is, in your opinion, what is the most underrated clothing item? The most underrated clothing item? Mm. I would say... Mm, this. Kefi, why would you do this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, I would say any type of hair piece, you know, any type of hair piece, a hat or a clip or something, but it like draws all the pieces together, you know, yeah. from the head to the toe. Because I think people that skip their hair, I mean, yes, your hair looks nice, but I need some accessories, something <laughs> to pop. 
<laughs> like I will say something that goes along with headwear. Yeah. 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 That's a good answer. I, I was kind of worried that you'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so for my next question, I know that you um, are really into clothing design. You've actually designed for a couple of UNA shows, haven't you? Um, I've been a costume assistant. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, so if you could do a costume design for any show, what show would you want a costume design? I would say, who? I would say, hmm. so it is a play that's called, uh, what is it called? Is it Georgia McBride, McBride, something? But it is a drag queen type of play. And I fell in love with it <laughs> when I first read it. I was like, I have to design for that. It's like this man, they are poor, him and his girlfriend, and she's pregnant. And he, he goes out to... Uh, do an impression of being Elvis Presley, but over the time they not getting money. So he switched to being the drag queen because he has some friends that drag queens and they came into the club that he works at and they bring a lot of customers in. So he became a drag queen. <laughs> and I just think that show is just, it's funny for me and it has like amazing opportunities of costume that I can do. So. Oh yeah. Well, cause you have the Elvis costumes and you have like the drag queen costumes, which you yeah. can have a lot of fun with that. Wait. Yes. <laughs> All right. This is the final question. You've been asked it before, but I have to ask it anyways. What is your go-to dance move? Go-to dance move. Uh, let's go. I already told you two steps. So I'm going to have to go with something. <laughs> I don't know. Oh no, KB. I'm sorry. I have to. This is my job. I'm a, I'm a, what is that? Oh my gosh. Yeah, the peace signs in front of the eyes. Yeah. Yes, that's what I can think of right now. That's, that's a great think. dance move. I love that. <laughs> oh all God. right. Well, yeah, that's the end of all of my questions. Thank you so, so much for agreeing to be our guest. Yes. Um, do you have anything you would like to say before we sign off? I say shout out to all the models and all the LA members. And thank you to School of Arts. Awesome. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening and I'll see you next week. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Soda Pop Podcast. Make sure to send any feedback to arts at una.edu or to the DMs of any of our social media. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or even YouTube. We hope you enjoyed this episode and don't forget to join us next time.